Are you one of the many couples who began your relationship in what we call the high octane or honeymoon stage, but now life has you wondering, where did all that love and connection go? Hey, if this sounds like part of your current story, welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We want to help you experience God's best in marriage, a relationship that is stronger, deeper, and more exciting than ever before. So meet my wife and co-host, Stuart Anderson. And he's my husband and co-host, Dr. David Anderson. It's time for you to become the heroes of your marriage story. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We hope you're staying connected to those you love more than ever. We've been hearing over and over again how this shelter-in-place time has impacted togetherness like never before with families. Yes, it really has. And that is one positive thing, I believe, that has come out of this remarkable chapter in our lives. I, I had a guy tell me the other day, he says, David, I am becoming a pretty effective school teacher for my children. I, like, he was so proud of that. Oh, yes, there are many of those. So today we have a little shorter podcast. We simply want to take some time to discuss one way that you could truly serve your spouse during this time, or any time for that matter. You know, several years ago, I had a couple in my office who seemed to struggle, you know, with creating a sense of partnership. The lines were like clearly drawn in terms of their roles in the family. And, and worse yet, they both talked about the exhaustion that they felt trying to fulfill their responsibilities. Like clearly, neither one of them were taking the time to recharge on their own. Oh gosh, I know that that can even be more difficult when there are children and teenagers with so many needs. And then you add yard work or laundry or meals or going through the mail and everything else involved in running a home. It's exhausting just thinking about it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Stuart, that that really was like their story. They, they were exhausted. You, you know, folks, like usually... Our discussions on this podcast are about connecting with each other, which, listen, that's always good. But today, we want to talk about what we call sacred time. Oh, absolutely. Sacred time is important, too. We consider sacred time as that time that each of us needs to be alone without having to talk to anyone or pay attention to a clock. Wow. <laughs> Take a second yourself to think about what your sacred time is. And by the way, it can be more than one thing. Well, hopefully you have a quick answer. But then ask yourself, does your spouse know what your sacred time is? And do you know what your spouse's is? See, the truth is many husbands and wives, they don't know what each other's sacred time is. So how do you find out? Well, you have to ask, and I bet you will find that there are many different answers depending on each spouse's personality. For example, there's just a general rule that I have. It doesn't apply to everyone, but general rule. If you're an introvert, then your sacred time is spent by yourself. You don't want to talk to anyone. But if you're an extrovert, generally the rule is, is that you like being in the middle of a crowd because you pull energy from people. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with the introverted person, they get that energy like being alone or maybe with one or two other people. 
I, I totally, alone. Yeah. Alone. Mostly alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. For Stuart, we alone. know it's alone time. Yes. You know, I, I asked a woman that one day and, you know, about, you know, how uh, she, what are the different ways that she like gets her time and how does that fit her personality? And she said, you know what I do? Just simply walking downtown with a Starbucks in my hand, like mm-hmm. looking into the store windows, like that made total sense to me. Oh, I know it does because that reminds me of one of your sacred times because you love to walk around Bass Pro shop without having anything in mind to buy. You just love walking and looking. And I know you would love to have a Starbucks in your hand. <laughs> you better believe it. And, and wow, I'd like, I've done that before. And mm-hmm. I look at the clock finally, and it's like, that much time has gone by. I just get lost in it. Right. But, you know, see, here's the thing. To call it sacred time, it doesn't mean that it has to look like this overly spiritual thing, although there's nothing wrong with that either. We call it sacred because refueling or resting is essential for any one of us to be healthy. And by the way, listen, God calls us to rest. Uh, I don't know if you realize this or not, but he, it made his top 10 list. It sure did. But now let's talk about why this involves our spouse. Well, David and I believe that having a red truck marriage means participating and giving your spouse those things that help him or her to be healthy. So if you have a family with children or not, it's going to require that you encourage your spouse to schedule a sacred time And then you have to help fully cover the needs of the family while your spouse has this time. Yes. It means that when you fully fill in, you must do so in a way that leaves your spouse feeling glad and not resentful that he or she actually took the time to get away and rest. For example, if you have to make the family meal while your spouse is gone, don't leave a mess for him or her to clean up. Even if you don't have children, you must fully participate in making sure the sacred time happens for your spouse. You know, I, I, I think, Stuart, another way to help uh, for people to help their spouse get that sacred time is to give him or her space in their own home. Like, mm-hmm. for example, if someone chooses to watch a movie for sacred time, like they're they're shutting down from work, they don't want to think about work or all their responsibilities, they just want to veg out as a sacred time. Yet, they get interrupted 17 times, then you haven't fully covered or allowed your spouse to enjoy their time. Or, or perhaps another way to help protect your spouse's sacred time um, is like being less needy or not demanding that they do something that you are doing or do something with you. Look, it, it really goes back, I think, to our last episode uh, about being individuals first. And if, if you didn't catch that episode on the four top things that thriving couples do, man, we totally want to encourage you to go back mm-hmm. and listen to that episode because we talk about being individuals first 
And then as we grow as individuals and we struggle and when we have successes as individuals, then we bring that back to our marriage, which makes it an incredibly more healthy and intimate marriage. Yes, it's an important strength to have. It is. And so Stuart and I believe when two people in marriage are able to have that sacred time, regardless of what it looks like, it allows them to recenter. And then they're able to bring more of themselves to the relationship. Right. So, right. Yeah. I, 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 I want to kind of open it up for you one more time. Anything else we want to add about this sacred time? Because we're getting ready to land the plane and give them a call to action. But uh, anything else that we're leaving out, Stuart, that you can think of? Well, just to make clear that it's not just being alone time. It really is a refueling and a recharging. It's mm. necessary. And like David said, it's on God's top 10 list. It is a commandment it to is. rest. Yeah. It, it, you know, on his, it, the official term was the Sabbath. And it really is a time, I think, to just break away from those things we do on a daily basis, our work. Uh, and not just vocationally, uh, like that traditional vocation, but it's it's the work that we do at home, whether it be raising our children, teaching children, uh, taking care of our homes and that kind of thing. But getting away from all of that and really protecting that thing we call sacred time. Right. And again, that needs to happen during this shelter in place time as well. Because mm. Dave and I both know we've been working full time at home. But that doesn't mean we're resting and recharging. It means we're working. So we're aware that we need that time as well. So we hope that you'll find it. Yeah. So Stuart, we have a call to action coming. Yes. As we always say, without a call to action, there's no growth. So we must be intentional if we want to change our lives. So here's what we want you to do. And to me, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, it's not going to be a real complicated call to action this time, but I think it could bring so much power uh, to your marriage. Talk to your spouse about this notion of sacred time and ask them what they would consider a great sacred time moment or activity to be in their lives. And it could be more than one thing for sure. Begin talking about how to make that a part of your lifestyle. Oh, like the, yeah. Yeah. I was just getting ready to say like, this is what we do. This is what we're going to do. We're going to make it a part right of how we live out our lives. Right. What a great conversation that will be, particularly, like I said, during this time when we're all home together, or at least most of us are. A conversation uh, about sacred time is definitely a way to drive the red truck in your marriage today. So, bye for now. 